Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. This is Wednesday morning, April 7th. My name is Tom Short. I'm really glad to have you with us. Glad you're along as we spend each day in the Word of God and prayer. You know, the Bible, Scripture, Jesus said, we won't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And we want to have big, healthy, strong, vibrant souls. And to have a soul like that, we've got to feed it. And we feed it the Word of God. And so I'm glad you're along. And I, I remind you day after day, I hope you're joining with me and, and feeding your soul with the Word of God as we get into uh, now the commands of Jesus Christ that we'll be talking about. And yesterday we talked about the importance of repentance. And today we want to move on to our second command of Christ, which is found in the, uh, the most common thing, the most common command Jesus gave. It's very interesting. I often ask people, what, is the, what do you think is the most common commandment Jesus gave? And I'm pretty sure from my study, the command is simply, follow me. Follow me. It, it's, it's how he, he called each of the disciples. Follow me. In Matthew chapter 4, we see the first one where he says to Peter, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. But did you know that not only is this the one of the first things he said to people to follow him, he said it throughout his ministry, and it's also one of the last things he said. You might remember in John chapter 21, at the very end of his, after his resurrection, I can't say the end of his life, at the very end of his time on earth, or near the end of his time, one of the last things he said was uh, with Tom, or, or excuse me, with Peter. He said to them, he said to Peter, truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to gird yourself and walk wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will gird you and bring you where you do not wish. Now he said this signifying what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. How interesting. Jesus was prophesying, he was telling Peter that Peter too was going to die by means of a crucifixion. And I don't know if you realize it, but Peter who felt when he was to be crucified that he was unworthy to be crucified as Jesus was, requested he be crucified upside down. And they did. They honored that request and he was crucified upside down. But when Peter was <laughs> told this, and Jesus had said to him, you follow me. Peter turned and, and, and looking at John, the disciple Jesus loved, he said, well, what about him? Lord, who's, uh, verse 21, Peter seeing said, said Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said, if I want him to remain until he comes, what is that to you? You follow me. And so we see some really important things here, do we not? We see that really our faith and let's remember this. We have doctrine in our faith. Yes. We have principles in our faith. Yes. We have many, many teachings in our faith. Yes. But at the heart of our faith, at the heart of it, and we never want to lose sight of this, is that we follow Jesus. That's what it means to really be a Christian. We are followers of a person, the Messiah, the Christ the Son of the living God. We follow Him. We learn from Him. And ultimately, this is the absolute. Some people try and reduce Christianity to a series of principles, 
formulas. If you do this, then that. And, and, uh, and there are certainly principles in our faith and, and certain things that typically happen. But never forget, never forget, the heart of Christianity is to follow a person. And we want to be the followers of Jesus Christ. And we lift that up and we exalt that. He is the king. And being a person, we want to get to know him. Being a person, we want to get to love him. The Christian faith is a lot more, again, than, than just following a set of teachings. It's getting to know a person, loving a person, uh, faith in a person, trusting a person, the person of Jesus Christ. We follow him. And sometimes... Like Peter said, well, what about this other guy? I mean, he was Jesus was signifying, you're going to be crucified. You saw my arms stretched out. You saw me die. You're going to die this way. And Peter says, uh, well, what about him? And Jesus says, don't you worry about him. You follow me. Can I share that when we think of this command of Jesus Christ, one thing I've discovered is often God has called me to walk a road that he doesn't call others to walk, or not everybody to walk. And you may find that in your Christian life. Sometimes in our Christian life, we feel like, am I the only one who sees this? Am I the only one who's doing this? You know, the worst criticism that we ever get is from those that, that, that basically agree with us, that love us, that are on our side, the worst criticism we ever get, usually I call it friendly fire, comes from other Christians. When I'm out on campus, you know, I, I expect the atheists and the the people of other religions, I expect them to disagree with me or to criticize me or to find fault with me. The worst criticism sometimes comes from those who name the name of Christ and, and who you feel like they stab you in the back or whatever. And what does Jesus say there? He says, listen, let me deal with that person. Let me deal with them. You follow me. And brothers and sisters, that's sometimes in our world, even today, maybe you have felt at times like God is calling you to something or God is challenging you to something. You want to you live a, a life of greater devotion, of greater con conviction, greater commitment, or whatever it may be. And you wonder, why, don't, why, why do you seem alone? Why aren't other Christians doing this? Why what's the problem here? And Jesus is saying, hey, let me deal with them. You follow me. And that's like he said to Peter in John chapter 21. Well, this life of following Christ, dare I also say, it is a person. He is a person. The Christian life is following a person, the person of Christ. And it's quite a journey. Of course, I've been on it now for, what, 49 years. And uh, God has led me in areas I never would have imagined, never would have thought, and in ways that changed, through, changed somewhat throughout the years. Why? Because same with anything, same with my marriage. My marriage has matured and grown and developed into things I never would have imagined. We always plan to have kids, but, you know, who would have ever thought what it would have turned out like? Life is filled with its twists and turns, is it not? So is the Christian life. And as we are following Christ... What we find is, you know, we deal with disappointments, we deal with victories, we deal with, with uh, twists and turns, we deal with him leading us places that we didn't expect, and, uh, and, and so forth. And we know that, as it says in Psalm 23, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, because the Lord is my shepherd. And as a good sheep, we follow our shepherd. 
we know his voice, and the, and the more we walk with him, he leads us into the right places. Sometimes they are dangerous. Sometimes they're difficult, but they're always the right place for surely goodness and mercy will follow us. But I think also where Jesus said, when I think of this idea of following Christ, my mind goes to uh, Matthew 16, verse, beginning with verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Why is that? For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and yet forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? To follow Christ requires us to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. Jesus will lead us in a way that is often contrary to what our flesh desires, contrary to what we might choose on our own, uh, contrary to what others, the path others may be walking. Jesus says, Jesus has called us, remember, he said in, in Matthew 7, there are two paths in life. Enter in by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And many are they who travel by it. But the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and few are they who find it. Jesus calls us to follow him. He calls us to walk in his way. It requires denying ourselves. It requires taking up our cross. And the cross may indeed be a place where dying to ourselves, to our own pride, our own lust, our own uh, selfishness, our own uh, path, and following Jesus along the path where he leads us. This is what it requires. And is it worth it? You better believe it. Why? Because if we seek to hold on to our own life, Jesus says we will lose it. But if we lose our life for his sake, we shall find it. Is not history filled with people who lost their life for Christ's sake, who denied themselves, who, who sacrificed to be a follower of Christ that we talk about today, we honor today, and we know that God will honor in eternity. They have they lost their life for him, and they found their life. And likewise, likewise, is not history filled with people who did not make that decision? And today, I'm sure they regret it. So might I encourage you, the second command of Christ, we want to be follow, we want to be keeping the commands of Christ. A true disciple, teach them to observe all that I commanded you, he said in the Great Commission. And in this Great Commission, we want to be followers of Jesus Christ. Wherever he leads, we will follow. He is the shepherd. We are the sheep. We trust him. We know that he may lead us into, into places we did not expect to go. Why? Why is that? He's got big plans for us. He, so often we think low plans. We think we think low. We, we don't we don't dream big. We don't look big. We don't think we, we don't think change will be dramatic. We don't think we'll become significant. Believe me, God will lead you into places where you will make a difference. And it might not appear that way because we don't see eternity. Can I encourage you today? Be steadfast, immovable 
always abounding in the work of the Lord because our work, our labor in vain is not in vain. Follow him. Surely there is a reward. There is life indeed. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you today for the awesome, awesome commandment that Jesus, your son, gave us. Follow me. Lord, you, you didn't call us just to follow restrictions, rules, laws, principles. You called us to follow a person. And I pray, Lord, that as we look in your word and we discover principles, we discover laws, we discover commandments, we, dis- we discover uh, promises, all these things, that we'd always remember that the heart of our faith is that we follow Jesus. We pray, Jesus, we'd learn to love you more and more. We pray you'd be more and more real to us. We pray you'd be more and more personal to us. We pray we'd understand that, that, that your path is one we can walk with you in a personal way. We pray, Jesus, that we would deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow you. We acknowledge and believe that's where true life is to be found. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's where true life is to be found. Father, we think of all the advertising that tells us if we, if we wear this or drive that or live here or eat this or, or, or uh, go here or go there, that we'll find happiness, fulfillment. Jesus, you said that life is found in following you. What would it profit a man if he gains the whole world but he forfeits his soul. Oh Lord, might we be people who find, who, who, who don't forfeit our soul, who guard our soul, protect our soul, devote our soul to the Lord Jesus Christ and follow you faithfully and fully all the days of our life. Father, I want to thank you. I'm, I'm humbled today. As I mentioned earlier, 49 years of following you. I'm humbled by that, Lord. I'm humbled. I think, Lord, of others I know who fell away who aren't not following you today and others who drifted away and who, who have fallen into a deep lukewarmness and may not even know it. Oh, Father, I pray for me and for each of us on this call that our love for you would remain genuine, sincere, deep, honest. Help us, Father, to continue to follow Jesus, to deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, daily, and be your disciples. This is where life is found. We thank you. Lord, I pray today for grace also, not to look at others, not to look at others and say, well, what about him? What about her? Why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they living like this? Lord, help us. We don't want to be arrogant. We don't want to be proud, self-righteous, but also we, we realize that you can lead different people in different ways. And so, Lord, help us not to be judgmental of others or or justifying ourselves because we're more this or more that than someone else is, help us simply to fix our eyes on Jesus and leave others to you. We pray for this and we bless you. Jesus, you said if we would follow you, I think of how you said to the disciples, if they would follow you and make them fishers of men. We continue to pray, Lord, for our nation. We pray for a great revival. We pray, Lord, for tremendous salvation. We pray for radical conversions as we prayed for yesterday. We pray people would admit they've been wrong and they would turn to Christ. We pray, Lord, that people who are lost would admit it. They'd, they'd be quick to repent and believe the gospel. And Jesus, you said, if we'd follow you, you'd make us fishers of men. We ask you, Lord, 
that you would make us fishermen. It's, this is your job. Our job is to follow. Lord, you will make us fishers of men. We ask you to do that. We ask you to raise up many great fishers of men in our day. We pray for many souls to be saved. Raise up a whole host of those who follow you and who can fish for souls, we pray. And we ask this, bless you now in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you today. Thank you for joining me. I enjoy being with you every day, and I'm blessed when I see your names over there in the chat. I'm particularly grateful to know. And, and I'm regularly running across people who tell me they watch every day or watch regularly that I had no idea, and they tell me in person or send me an email. But I always like to know who's with me and for this community that's growing. So God bless you. Thank you for joining me. Let's be followers of Christ, okay? Help spread the word. Tell others they can watch on this YouTube, but they can also... They, if they'd rather just download to their device and listen, they can do that on the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, and Google platforms. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. right here. Meanwhile, God bless you, strengthen you. Let's us follow him. That's where blessing is to be found. Surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life as we follow our good shepherd. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow.